Praise God. Well, we're in turnaround, still turnaround number five. I pray that y'all are doing well. Delanda is in Kentucky with the, um, the grandkids. So she's over there just uh, having fun with them. She made them biscuits and gravy today. Delanda's biscuits and gravy are the best, I'll tell you. So I'll have her do a men's breakfast for us when we just cook it all up for us. Yeah, men's breakfast. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful day. It's good to see you all here. The seats are filling in, you know, and we praise God for that. Tim, huh, good to see you, man. I'm glad you made it today. <laughs> I asked your mom-in-law, Where, where's Tim? He said he was coming. <laughs> so at the end, you can just come and play for me, okay? Thank you. Uh, I just love, you know, the keyboard going and just worshiping the Lord. Amen. All right. So turn around number five and we're going to read Matthew chapter five, 33 through 37. If you want to stand with me and we'll read the scripture together here. 33 through 37 is titled empty promises. Don't say anything you don't mean. We could just stop right there and go home. Don't say anything you don't mean. This counsel is embedded deep in our traditions. You only make things, oh my gosh, you only make things worse when you lay down a smoke screen of pious talk saying, I'll pray for you and never doing it or saying, God be with you and not meaning it. You, you don't make your words true by embellishing them with religious lace. In making your speech sound more religious, it becomes less true. Just say yes and no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go wrong. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come before you today, Lord, your word, I pray that, Lord, that you just challenge us through your word today. That our hearts would be open wide, Father God, for transformation, for a turnaround today, God. That, Lord, in our words, we would turn around, Lord, the way we talk to each other, the way we release words, God. But, Lord, that you would give us the strength, Father God, because we know that the tongue is powerful. The, the tongue is mighty. It can steer a ship, God. And I pray, Father God, that you would just speak to our hearts today. And, and the Lord, if there's anything we need to let go of, Lord, let it be let gone. <laughs> and we thank you for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Today is the last day of the turnaround. Next Sunday, we have Pastor Tim Gidley with us. It'll be Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday night, and, and Monday morning for women. So Monday morning at 10, there'll be a women's meeting next week. So Tim Gidley will be with us Sunday morning at 9, Sunday evening at 5, Monday morning at 10 for women with his wife, and then... Um, at night at seven o'clock on Monday night. So um, today we're going to focus on speaking and, and, and the, the vows that we make. Um, have you ever heard of a foxhole commitment? You know, you know, 
God, you get me out of this, I'll serve you the rest of my life. God, you help me out this one time, I'll do whatever you ask me to. God, if you help me out of this situation, I'll be so faithful. You. I'll be in church every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, that it's hope. Every time the doors are open, I'll be, if you just help me through this, or I'll become a minister, God, if you just help me out of this one situation. A commitment is a commitment or a vow that we make. But many times, as soon as we get out of it, we forget what we said. We forget that we ever made that commitment or vow. And we need to learn to control our tongue so it's not empty. Not empty words. Remember, you know, my mom used to tell me this. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. We need to get back to that. You know, when I was reading that scripture and praying, it says, um, just say yes and no. I'm going to get political for a minute because I, I watched the, you know, the, the debates and they'd, they'd ask them a question and nobody can ever say yes or no. Nobody. Nobody said yes or no. They had to manipulate the words and exactly what the, the, the thing, the, not that scripture, but the other scripture, um, it says not to do. You know, don't go back to it. It says, just say yes or no. When you manipulate words to get your own way, you go what? Wrong. And that's what I saw through this whole process of things going wrong and getting crazy. So, uh, Matthew chapter five, verse 37, it says, let your yes be yes, your no be no, for whatever is more than the, these is from the evil one. So we've seen a lot of that in our country. We've had a bad example set for us on how to act. And we need to not let it infect us so that we can be an example of what God is saying, amen? Let our yes be yes and our no be no. So in our communication, let's number one, don't say anything you don't mean. How many of you say something, something you don't mean sometimes? <laughs> you know, when we, when we were younger, we've been, uh, see, next Next, uh, not next month, but March, we're married 40 years, Delonda and I. But when we were young, she would say, I hate you. She's not here today, I'm gonna talk about her. <laughs> Poor girl, she didn't go away. I said, are you gonna watch me? She goes, I don't know how. I'm like, okay, she got a new phone. She don't know how to use it yet. So she's not gonna watch, hallelujah. So she used to tell me, I hate you. I go, that hurts me, honey. And she said, well, you know, I don't mean it. I said, then why do you say it? Don't say it if you don't mean it. Don't say anything you don't mean, amen? Because it does have an effect, you know? And even, even jokingly, when, when you say, say to your kids, oh, you're just stupid, you know? <laughs> you just killed them and pulverized them and, and those words stick. Now, my, my wife, my daughters, they remember the stupid things that I said, Scott. I don't know how. They can't remember the other things, but they remember the stupid things. Well, that's me. I, I don't remember a lot. It's not that I, I, I feel like my memory's going bad. It's just that I feel like God's erased a lot of things. God erased a lot of the stupid things that I've done and said. I'm not kidding. And, and Delonda looks at me sometimes. She goes, that's so convenient. I said, I know. 
but don't say anything you don't mean. Let's not let our conversations be shallow. You know, um, things like we say, if you ever need anything, just let me know. <laughs> you don't mean that. <laughs> you know, I, I know I say it and I mean it and, and people take me up on it, you know. Listen, just so you know, I'm not a mover. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not a mover, okay? I've moved a lot of people lately, and I'm not a mover. <laughs> but I do say, if you need anything, let me know. It's like, I need help moving, Pastor. Oh, let me see if I can find you somebody. <laughs> it always ends up being me. Last time, Delana goes, oh, I'll come help you. And then she got there, she's like, <gasps> I'm like, yeah. And then we say things like, call me anytime. It's as long as it's in your time frame, right? We do that. We, we say, we, we walk up to people, Jake, we say, how you doing? And then we really don't want to hear. How you doing? I, yeah. And, and it's like a formal greeting. How you doing? <laughs> Get away as fast as you can. And they're like... No, don't say things you don't mean because it's offensive to people. And then, like the scripture said, we say things like, well, I'll be praying for you. I try not to go there. I try to say, let's just pray right now. Because I'll be praying for you. you, you even online, I'll type out prayers to people. I'll just type them out. I'm like, okay, here we go. Boom. In Jesus' name. Because... <laughs> I forget. You forget. And, and we say things, we say things, not that we don't mean it, but we don't follow up with it. And we say, wow, I really meant it, but it just, you know, I got busy, I got working. And, and so just, just those things that we say so quick and don't intend on doing it, we got to be careful of. We got to be careful. Of. Let's go back to the foxhole prayer making a promise that we don't intend on keeping. God knows what you say, Robert. He knows what you say. I hope you said, I'll become a pastor, God, if you get me out of this. Huh? You're going to retire and go back to go to Bible school? And, and uh, sounds good, Victoria says. You should listen to your wife. But Matthew chapter 12, 36, it says this. It says, but I say to you, for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words, verse 37, you will be justified, and by your words you'll be condemned. That's a strong scripture. So by what you say will either justify you or condemn you. I think I'm just going to shut up. Delonda wonders why I'm quiet all the time. <laughs> it's a strong scripture. By your words, you'll be justified or you'll be condemned. How do you speak? How do you talk to people? What are the words coming out of your mouth? Because that matters. It really matters. Oh, they know I didn't really mean it. But they'll remember it forever. 
I love it when people come. Hey, you remember that message you preached back in 2008? I have no clue what I said in 2008. Well, I wrote it down in my Bible. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope it was good, Jake, because <laughs> some things people don't forget. And when we're using our idle words and we're just letting it flow, we're infecting people. And we can't be doing that, amen? We gotta have a good godly effect on people. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, it says, We're all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what is good and whether good or bad. Whether it's done, whether good or bad. So we know we're all going to stand before God and he's going he's to look at our list of things that we've said. Because what? He knows what you said. I, I want to get some of them things erased. Amen. How many of you want some things erased that you said? Amen. We just need to get with God and say, God, man, forgive me of this and help me move forward. Amen. That's what we need. So the significance of what you say, what I say matters. Don't, don't say yes to something and don't do it. Don't say no to the world and then turn around and do it. Amen. Don't be speaking idle words. Because we're all going to have to, we have to all give that account. Let's turn around our speech this year and make our, our words count, amen? Because they do, your words count. Everything you say matters. Choose your words wisely this year, amen? Everybody say, turn around. And then number two, don't use your words to manipulate. I read about a man who made a deal with God. He said, if you help us win today, I will sacrifice whatever comes out of my house when I go home as a burnt offering. And his name was Jephthah. It's, it's titled Jephthah's Vow and Victory. And it's in Judges eleven twenty nine. It says, and the spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah and he passed through Gilead and Manasseh and passed through Mizpah of Gilead and from Mizpah of Gilead, he advanced toward the people of Ammon. And Jephthah made a vow, everybody say vow, vow. to the Lord and said, if you indeed deliver the people of Ammon into my hands, then it will be that whatever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the people of Ammon, surely shall surely be the Lord's and I will offer it to you as a burnt offering. Now letter A under point two, we need to know that God is for us and not against us, amen? God is for you and not against you. And then B, we should not make a vow that will come against us or somebody else. He had no idea what this vow would do in his family. And then see, don't try and manipulate God to get what you want when he already knows what you need. You don't have to try and manipulate God. You don't have to make vows and commitments to God to try and get him to do what you want. Don't do that. Know that if God's for you, who can be against you, amen? And if you're for God, you're in the right place. 
Amen? You're in a good spot if you're for God. If you're not for God, then you got an issue and you're not in the wrong spot. And then D, know that God is already thinking of you and trying to give you a future filled with hope. You see, that's Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, for I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord. Thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. So when you get that, you get those mindsets in you of the word of God and you're walking in what God declares about you, what he thinks of you, then you're not having to try and, uh, and uh, manipulate God into giving you what you want, giving you what you feel you need. God knows what you have need of, so you present your needs to God, amen? Let them be known, let your requests be made known to God, the scripture says, and that's what we do. And then God will respond. We talked about getting those answered prayers last week, amen? You know, but here Jephthah, he makes a vow not, he makes a vow not knowing what's going to come out of his house first. What if it was his favorite dog? <laughs> I know Lillian, that would just be like, oh my gosh, she loves her dog. You know, I know a lot. Susan, you know, you love your dogs. I don't have a dog, praise God. First thing that come out of the house, I'm going to offer to you as a burnt offering. And then you pop down to verse 34. When Jephthah came to his house at Mitzvah, there was his daughter coming out to meet him with timbrels and dancing. And she was his only child. Besides her, he had neither son nor daughter. His daughter was the first thing coming out of the house. And he told her, why? Why did you have to come out like that? Why did you come out? You know, he can't blame her. She's happy for her dad that he had victory. She comes out dancing with timbrels and praising God that, hey, my dad got the victory. But he made a vow. And, and, he, and he told her, I got to keep this vow. He gave her two months to go and just celebrate life with her friends. And it doesn't say what happened, but we know that he offered her as a burnt offering to the Lord. It's terrible. You need to be careful about the vows you make. Don't try to manipulate God to get what you want by saying things that you don't really intend to keep. How many of you would have kept that vow? Just for the record's sake on the camera, nobody raised their hand. What's that? <laughs> Let me ask you this. And you don't have to raise your hand. But how many have made a vow to God and not kept it? How many of you told God you're going to do things and you made a commitment to him and you still haven't done it? You don't have to raise your hand. It's all right. When you know in your heart that God is for you, you don't have to try and manipulate him or the situation. Your words matter. Instead of trying to manipulate God, praise him, worship him, amen. Go all in with him, exalt him, and, and then just try, and then just trust that he knows what you have need of. It's the same thing with people. 
Don't try and manipulate people to get your own way. Trusting God in all things. Amen? Trust that God has all things and he knows all things and that he's for you. Be honest and speak the truth. There's no such thing as a little, little white lie. You either speaking the truth or you're speaking a lie. A lie is a lie. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. We need to speak the truth. Amen. Remember, Jesus is the truth, so stand with him in the truth and don't try to manipulate God or man in any way. And one last thought. Satan used partial truths to manipulate Eve in the garden and caused her to sin. Don't use half-truths to get your own way. Speak the truth. Walk in the truth. Be the truth. Amen? Don't put a portion of truth aside just so you can do your own thing. Stay in the truth. Trust God in all things and don't lean on your own understanding. Amen? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. Don't lean on your own understanding. Because when we do, and we're manipulating people, we're trying to manipulate God, it's not going to go well. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Tim, why don't you come and play? We thank you for this day, God. That you gave us your words. You gave us your truth. You've given us the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And I pray, Father God, for every one of us here. Every single one of us, Father. That, Lord, that we would choose our words wisely in these days ahead. That, Lord, that because we know that our our words are either going to make us shine or they're going to condemn us. And even as we declared here today that there's just there's some words we wish we could take back. If there's words that you wish you could take back, raise your hand again. Just tell the Lord right now. Because he knows already, amen? He knows the words. And just tell him right there, Lord, I just ask you to forgive me for these words. I pray that you just release them off of me today. And if you've made some vows and they've been broken, Just ask the Lord to forgive you right now. Say, Father, forgive me. And today, let's just wipe the slate clean. Just being free from the words of our past. And let's just make that commitment today to choose our words wisely. They not be idle words, 
but they'd be words that build. They'd be words that lift up. They'd be words that encourage. They'd be words that bring comfort to people. How many of you would say that today? Just wave at me. You want those words flowing through you. Amen, amen. You too. So Father, I pray for that release of your words into our hearts and our minds, God. And that you give us strength for the journey that we're all on towards you, Lord. Towards building the kingdom of God. So Lord, I pray a covering over our tongue this week, God. That you cover us, remind us of what we've done here today. That we not forget. Could you sing that to you have a microphone? Could you sing that? towards you, Lord. You would just shine through us, God, in everything that we say. Renew our tongue today, God. We turn around. We turn around, God. We surrender our tongues to you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. You know, I asked the Lord one time about praying in tongues. I said, Lord, it just brings so much confusion to the body of Christ. Why do you, why did you do that? He said, because when you pray in tongues, you're going to produce more life than you do death. So I want to encourage you to pray in the spirit and that'll help our words be right. Amen. 
Well, I got a few announcements for you. Am I doing the announcements? I am. Men's Bible study. Mark, stand up, wave at them, let them know who you are. Yeah. Tomorrow night at 7 o'clock at 7 to 7.30, and he shuts it off right on time. So join us, guys. You can go to newhopefwc.com, click on that link, and join right in at 7 o'clock, and Mark will be there to greet you. And then live at 5, Pastor Ron King. This week I have Brother Scott Allen going to be with me. Amen. We're going to talk about faith. We'll come back to the prophetic in a couple weeks, but we're going to talk about faith and then um, we have prayer on Tuesday night at 7 also. And then we have Wednesday night Bible study. I'm, telling you, I'm talking about the beast of the sea this week. Whew. It's heavy stuff. I've been reading so much stuff. Everybody's got their own interpretation. <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy. But join us Wednesday night at 7. Join the youth. Lifted 7.30 um, on Instagram. So the youth can get on there at Instagram and uh, at 7.30 on Wednesdays. And uh, prayer meeting every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. in the sanctuary. Now for every meeting, you can come. Any meeting you want to come to, I always open that door. So you can come to the prayer meetings. You can come to live at 5. You can come to, you can't come to Mark's meeting at his house. I'm sure he doesn't want everybody stopping on his door. He lives on Country Club now. <laughs> <laughs> we all show up at your house. You got a barbecue, you know? <laughs> and then see ya. Um, our, our young adults, college, young adults ministry, Instagram live, 7 p.m. on Friday. So you can join them while we're praying for you. And uh, Tim Gidley next Sunday, as I said, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday morning, Monday night. So plan to come and be a part of that. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Tim, man, that guy can sing and preach. He's prophetic. So it's just going to be a great time next week. Blood drive, February 16th. I go at 1130. And uh, if you've never given blood before, do it. Stop being afraid. Just give it, man. They'll tell you if it's good or bad. Mine must be really good because I got an A plus. You too? <laughs> I'm A positive, so they, they uh, and then come and give, sign up. All you do is go at Red, redcrossblood.org and you can register and sign up and give blood, amen? Save somebody's life. Um, it's been tough, they tell me, through the COVID thing, getting blood. The last time, December, we gave like 31 to 33 pints of blood, so sign up today, Liz. <laughs> Everybody's clapping for you. <laughs> she, she told the law on me, she said, Pastor said we have to give blood. I said, well, you don't, you don't have to, but I'm encouraging you. <laughs> Go through the Bible with us this year, amen. This, this, uh, Bible in one year with Nikki Gumbel is fantastic. And uh, you'll really be blessed by doing the study. And uh, you can go to our website and just log in and start doing it with us. And then you can share what your thoughts on it and everything. It's really a great time. So make sure you do that. Amen. Well, praise God.
I've been talking for like 50 minutes and stuff lately. I think I only did 30 today. Hallelujah. So praise Jesus. Why don't we stand? Father God, we praise you. We thank you, Father God, for this day. Because this is the day that you have made and your mercies are new every morning. We thank you for your mercy being upon us today. That you're renewing us. And Lord, that you're changing our tongue. So, Father, I pray that we would pray in the Spirit more than ever before. And, Father God, and that we would pray in understanding also. And, Father, that that you just continue to encourage and bless each person here today. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. There's a pot of coffee out there. Go ahead and drink that up before you go. And have a great week.